Hi everyone, my name is Yosef Siegel and welcome to the AMM Torah podcast. It has been a long time since we put out uh, original content. I cannot tell you how happy I am to be back uh, producing new Divrei Torah for all of you. Thank you so much uh, for all the support and uh, yes, the pestering and bugging me over the past few months to put out new things. I really appreciate uh, every little bit of it. It, mean, it means a lot to me to know that I have that support out there. And uh, without further ado, let's get right back to our Divrei Torah with a brand new Divrei Torah for Parsha's Bow. So Parsha's Bow contains some of the most important benchmarks in Jewish history. Uh, most importantly, uh, it's the Parsha where we leave Mitzrayim, officially beginning the process uh, to our becoming the chosen nation of Hashem. Not, but that's not the only important event in this week's Parsha. In fact, there's another very, very important event the first mitzvah given to B'nai Yisrael. Now, while there were other mitzvahs given earlier than this, uh, there's a few of them in Sefer Bracious, this is the first mitzvah given to B'nai Yisrael as a nation. And while it's an amazing thing to get a mitzvah from Hashem, and that's what the Avos were able to get, a few mitzvahs at least, but in terms of the significance of Klal Yisrael, of B'nai Yisrael being the ones who are going to accept the Torah and officially have to perform the mitzvahs, this is the first one they're getting that is a very important event. So what was this mitzvah? It was the mitzvah of Rosh Chodesh. What is the mitzvah of Rosh Chodesh? The mitzvah of Rosh Chodesh is that we have to be aware of the renewal of the moon each month. The, the moon takes a month to go, roughly what we call a month. Uh, I think uh, officially in, in uh, the Gemara it says it takes 29 and a half days. So that's a Jewish month is either 29 or 30 days. Um, to go around the other moon takes 29 and a half days to go around the earth. Um, and the earth takes 365 days to go around the sun. That's why that's a year, and that's why uh, 29 or 30 days is a month. So it's our responsibility to be aware of the renewal of the moon, and then declare that day that the renewal happens as the first of the month. Now this is a very important mitzvah, because the timing of Yom Tiv actually is dependent on when the month begins. Because unlike Shabbos, Shabbos is a solid day of the week. It's always the seventh day of the week. And we actually did not determine the days of the week. Hashem, when he created the world, said today is first day, second day, third day, etc. until you get to Shabbos. But when it comes to Yom Tev, Yom Tev has to do with the day of the month. So we, the B'nai Yisrael, we determine when Yom Tev begins. And that's actually an amazing concept if you think about it, and it's something that um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of different Farshim speak about. But that's not what I want to talk about today. Um, I want to uh, say, I want to say over something quick and, and very interesting that I saw from the Ramban regarding the months of the year. When it comes to the days of the week, um, in the Western world, we have adopted meaningful names behind each day, meaning that it's not just simply, uh, Sunday does not just mean Sunday, Monday does not just mean Monday. Each day of the week is named after uh, various planets, um, some of them are named after gods, right? There's significance behind the names. But when it comes to Judaism, we have very simple names. You know, what are the days of the week by us? It's Yom Rishon and Yom Sheni, day one, day two, the first day, the second day. There's nothing, it's just is. It's just the first day, it's just the second day. There's nothing uh, uh, significant behind it, right? But if you think about it, when it comes to the, the names of the months, they have very specific names. Nisan, Iyar, Sivan, etc., etc. These are not just month one, month two, month three. These are names with significance and uh, explanations, history behind them. 
So what is the difference between the months uh, of the year where we give them these names and the days of the week where it's just simply days? So the Ramban explains that the names of the months actually have a, a deep significance behind them, or the reason why we give them names is very significant. He says, originally, the months were counted the same way as the days. The first month, the second month, the third month. Where does he learn this from? So the Pasuk uh, in Parakud Beis, in this week's Parsha, where Hashem begins to give Moshe and Aram the mitzvah of Rosh Chodesh, this is Parakud Beis, Pasuk Beis, he says, Achodesh hazel lachem Rosh Chodeshem. This month will be the head of the months. Now, this is, a, this is a phrase which has caused a lot of uh, discussion and sometimes controversy in some groups. The end of the Pasuk, let me just finish the Pasuk. Rishon hu lachem It is the first for the months of the year. Now, what does that mean? Right, that is the controversy. What exactly does this statement mean? So your automatic assumption, if you just think about it simply without knowing anything else, is that this is the first month of the year. When you start counting your years, the year starts from this month. However, we know that this is not true. This month that's referring to in the Parsha is what we call nowadays Nisan, right? But the Jewish year doesn't begin in Nisan. The Jewish year begins in Tishrei with Rosh Hashanah, right? Beginning of the year. And what month is Tishrei? Tishrei is not month one. Tishrei is actually month seven, right? It's the seventh month. So when the Pasuk says, when it says that it's the head of the month, it can't be referring to the months of the year or how we count the months of the year. So what is it actually talking about? Says the Ramban, it's the first of the months, period. Nothing to do with the year, but the first of the months. What does that mean, the first of the months? Says the Ramban, we began counting the months from when we left Mitzrayim. So this event wouldn't mark the beginning of time, First of all, because it wasn't the beginning of time. But secondly, even if you want to say that you know, we have this new counting of time because this is such a seminal event in world history, the Jewish people coming out of Mitzrayim and becoming a nation, it can't be referring to the beginning of the time because that would place Nisan at the beginning of the year. And we already said it's not Nisan, it's Tishrei. So while this wouldn't mark the beginning of the time, it would still be marked. Right? The months of the year would, begin, would be counted beginning from this very important moment. So that's why this month, right, which we now know as Nisan, would be called uh, Chodesh Rishon, right? Same way we call it, we say Yom Rishon, this would be called Chodesh Rishon, the first day, this would be the first month. So let's ask the obvious question. That's obviously not what we do nowadays. It could be that we did it then, but nowadays we have these uh, very specific names. Again, Nisan, Ir, Sivan. This is not simply the first month, the second month, the third month. These are names... These are names with significance, the same way Sunday, Monday, Tuesday have significance. And even more interestingly, the names that we use for the months are not necessarily of Hebrew origin. And that point is the key to this mystery. Says the Ramban, as we explain, the mitzvah to count months was given to us as we were about to leave Mitzrayim. And to commemorate and to give significance to that moment, we began to count the months from then. However, as we know, that was not the last exile in Jewish history. That was just the first. And many years later, after the destruction of the Beis Amigdash, the Bnei Israel were again uh, sent into Gullus, and this time to Babel. And when we returned from that Gullus, when we came back to Eretz Israel and built the second Beis Amigdash, 
The same way as when we had left Mitzrayim, we began to count the months from that moment. The Ramban quotes a couple of psukim in Yirmiyahu. It says, uh, this is in Yirmiyahu Perak Tes Zion, Pasuk Yud Dalit, therefore, Hina Yamin Ba'im Nu Hashem. Days are coming, says Hashem. V'lo Yeyamer Od, it will no longer be said, Chai Hashem, Hashem lives, Asher He'elas B'nei Yisrael Eretz Mitzrayim, the God who brought up B'nei Yisrael from Eretz Mitzrayim. That's Pasuk Yedal. And now we say the beginning of, of Pasuk Tesvav. Ki im, instead, rather, what are they going to say? Chai Hashem, Hashem lives, Asher He'elas B'nei Yisrael Eretz Tzafon. He is the God who brought up B'nei Yisrael from the land in the north. This event of, of bringing B'nei Yisrael out of Gullus a second time will overshadow the first time. The, the fact that Hashem brought us out of Mitzrayim is now going to be overshadowed from the, by the fact that He took us out of Bavel and He brought us back to Eretz Yisrael. And this idea, the same way it was manifested in the same way it manifested itself in the times of leaving Mitzrayim, it's going to manifest. It manifested itself when they left Babel. And how did it manifest itself in the names of the months? We dropped the regular names, Chodesh Rishon, Chodesh Sheni, Chodesh Shlishi, and instead we adopted Babylonian names for each month: Nisan, Iyer, Sivan, Tammuz, etc. And this allows us to remember the fact that we were exiled to there. And that Hashem fulfilled His promise and brought us back to Eretz Yisrael. So the same way those original names served as a constant reminder and a commemoration of how we came out of Mitzrayim, so too these new names of the months would serve as a commemoration and a reminder of how we came out of Babel. And it finishes the Ramban. We're now in the second, we're still in the second Gullus from Eretz Yisrael after the destruction of the base of Mikdash once again. And since we're still in the middle of this Gullus, we still have those names that we took from Babel. However, eventually when we are redeemed, we will once again change the names of the months to commemorate this new Geula, this new redemption, this great promise that Hashem will fulfill and the great kindness He will show us in doing so. May we see that Geula speedily in our days. And for one, I cannot wait to find out what the names of the months will be when we get there. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. For any questions, comments, or to subscribe to the email newsletter, please email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. The email newsletter will give you updates for Amem Torah, as well as the written version of the Dvar Torah in your inbox, along with an MP3 download of this podcast. The podcast is also available on iTunes. Just search for the AMM Torah podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel. Please check out the blog itself, oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com, where you can get the written version of this week's Dvar Torah, as well as the archived versions of the previous eight years of AMM Torah Divrei Torah. Please check out my website, hashkafahandbook.com, where this podcast is hosted, and learn more about my book, Reality Check, A Handbook of Hashkafa. And finally, please check us out on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash amemtorah and on Twitter, Twitter handle at amemtorah. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening and have a great job.